You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. A science story, huh? And I just thought, well, it was that golden moment. Because science was on my side. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true personal stories about science. This episode of The Story Collider is brought to you by Harry's. For guys who want a great shave experience for a fraction of what you're paying now, go to harrys.com. And this year for Valentine's Day, give the gift of Harry's. Get $5 off your first purchase by entering the code COLLIDER at checkout. We have shows coming up in New York City, a special event March 3rd with Springer, and March 18th is our annual Brain Awareness Week show. More info at storycollider.org. This week's story is from David Epstein. It was recorded in August 2014 at Littlefield in Brooklyn. So it was late 2012, and I found myself in Alabama, covered in stickers with holograms on them, my forehead burning, from wearing a skull cap that had been doused in some icy hot-like substance and given to me by a former male stripper who had become a self-styled scientist. Now, this story actually started with a linebacker on the St. Louis Rams, a guy named David Vibora, and Vibora had failed a drug test for the steroid methyl testosterone and had decided to sue a supplement company that he said was responsible for his positive drug test. And I was reading through the lawsuit. I'd done a lot of reporting on the dietary supplement industry, and I knew it could be pretty shady, right? In the mid-90s, there was Congress passed a law called the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act that sounds like it would allow you to learn what's in dietary supplements, but really makes sure you can't figure out anything about what you're consuming in dietary supplements. But this lawsuit talked about something even I hadn't heard of. It described a product being passed around NFL locker rooms, a product called deer antler spray. I hadn't heard of deer antler spray. I was intrigued, so I looked into it a little bit, and it it turns out here's the theory behind deer antler spray. So male deer every season regrow their antlers, and when the antlers are regrowing, they're covered by a thin film of skin called velvet, and that velvet has a hormone called insulin-like growth factor in it that causes them to grow really fast. And so the idea the dietary supplement scientists had was if you can scrape that off, grind it up, dissolve it, put it in a spray, spray it under your tongue, it'll make your muscles grow fast too. Works for deer antlers should work for your muscles. (laughs) So this is what millionaire football players were passing around their locker room that David Boris had caused him to test positive. Now, methyl testosterone, what he tested positive for, wasn't listed on the product. But the banned substance, insulin-like growth factor, was listed on the product. So I decided just to call the company. The company lost the lawsuit because they didn't show up to court. And it seems strange to me that they would have spiked their product with methyl testosterone because at their prices it wouldn't have been cost-effective. That's how I was thinking at the time. So I called them and said, did you spike your product with methyl testosterone? There were only two employees, really, a guy named Mitch and a guy named Chris. (laughs) Of course, Mitch and Chris. 
Mitch picks up the phone. He says, I've been waiting for somebody to ask that. Of course we didn't do that. Because if we did, the hundred other pro athletes who are taking it would have tested positive. That's the kind of phone call an investigative reporter likes to have. So I, I plan a trip. I go down there to Alabama to visit Mitch and Chris in Fultondale, Alabama. Mitch had been a, he'd been a male stripper. He'd been into weightlifting. And he'd been into steroids, and he'd been out of steroids, not a stripping, and he was personal training. And at this point, he owned a gym. And in the back of the gym was the lab. So I walked past the treadmills and past the torn bench presses to the lab, and right next to a Papa Shot basket hoop are two Tesla coils sitting on a counter sending radio waves back and forth. And between the Tesla coils are crates. And in the crates, in some of the crates, are bottles of deer antler spray. And in the crates next to those are stickers with holograms on them. Now, I learned while I was there that Mitch and Chris were part of this rather large community of frequency-based health supplements and products. Now, the idea, it's based on, on, on... the idea akin to how you make vitamin D, right? A certain frequency of the sun's radiation interacts with your skin and you make vitamin D. And so the idea in this community is that we can find a frequency for any vitamin and nutrient that you need. We can irradiate liquids and holograms and stickers that will encode these frequencies. And then when you consume them or put them near your skin, they will re-radiate them and you will produce whatever vitamins and nutrients that you need. And it's a big industry, right? And it's kind of funny. And so I felt like I had to, in good faith, try some of their products. So they, they, they took me to a back room where they were making some new special products for pro athletes. They were taking this underwear they had made for pro athletes, dousing it in this icy hot-like substance, which they were irradiating with the frequencies, and they wanted me to wear this. And I demurred about putting icy hot where my underwear should go. <laughs> but I decided to try their other products and let them put these holographic stickers on me and this skull cap that they had doused in this icy hot substance and irradiated. And they told me, go out for my run. It's going to be the best run you've ever had. (laughs) So I go out for the run. Within about 30 seconds, icy hot's dripping in my eyes. My head is burning. Right? I'm in a small town in Alabama, and I have holograms stuck all up and down my body. (laughs) I come back. They say, was that the greatest run you've ever had? Or what I said... It was a good run. It was a good run. It was a good run. You know, and I come back, and I'm sort of inside. I'm laughing a little bit. And, but then, then a guy, a customer, comes in, wanders into the lab. A guy's about six foot eight, big guy. And it gets a little bit less funny. So they, they do a demonstration to show him how the holograms work. And it's, it, it might sound funny, but this is, this is a demonstration that a lot of these companies do, one that you may have heard of called Power Balance that became a huge company. They work on these holographic stickers. You've probably seen these bracelets or necklaces being worn by college football players and pro players. It's the same technology. In Australia, where these things are more tightly regulated, they actually had to make a public apology for claiming the product works, but it's huge business here. (laughs) And and Mitch and Chris had adopted this demonstration that the power balance people do, where they took this guy who walked in, they have him hold his arms out, and they try to push down on his arm. He's a big, strong guy. They can't push it down. Then they hold a cell phone to his chest and make him do it again, and now they can push his arm right down. Of course, they use simple physics. They just move out on his arm. And no matter how big he is, he can't hold his arm up. And then they put one of the hologram stickers on the phone, hold it to his chest, and once again, they can't push his arm down because the sticker's counteracting the damaging frequencies from the cell phone. And the guy says, well, I'm, I'm diabetic. What do you have for that? Stick him with stickers everywhere, and he walks out treating his blood sugar with a bunch of stickers. At which point I thought it was a little funny, not so funny, and decided to ask what the hat I was wearing was for. 
And it turned out they were programming this with frequency so they could give it to young athletes and it would protect their brains when they hit them playing football. Concussion caps. So now I knew I had a story. I started rifling through some of their things. I found personal checks from pro athletes, recorded video calls. They had a a video of themselves inside the University of Alabama football team's hotel room the night before the team won the national championship, giving them stickers, saying they could treat one of the star player's mother's lupus with stickers, with hologram stickers. So I decided I had to write this story as kind of a public health story, but, but to give it some pop, you know, you have to include pro athletes, and I was working at Sports Illustrated, so I spent the next couple of weeks tracking down pro athletes and talking to them about this company. Obviously, because this company was the subject of a lawsuit and advertised a banned substance, they didn't really want to talk to me. And one guy I really had to get in the story would not return any of my calls, Ray Lewis, the star linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. So I had to go to a game to interview him. The Ravens had just won the conference championship against the Giants, and I went to the locker room after, and Ray was injured, so he wasn't playing, but that season he was going to be the star of the Super Bowl winning team. And I went to the locker room. He's dressed in, in nice clothes. He's celebrating with his team. And I go start talking to him about this company. And he's, he's a little strange about it, but he's okay to talk about the stickers and bracelets until I escalate it to the deer antler spray, at which point he starts getting a little bit upset. The linebacker in the locker right next to him, he's wearing nothing but kinesio tape, otherwise just naked. Big linebacker guy overhears this kind of tense conversation, comes over and says, there's 50 guys who played in this game. Why don't you interview one of them? He didn't even play. And I said, well, I'm not talking to him about the game. And he says, oh, you and Ray are friends. You're talking about how your families go on vacation, right? And I said, no, I'm talking about deer antler spray that was irradiated with microwaves that that Ray Lewis might have used. And he stopped frozen, no retort. And I got my interview in with Ray Lewis. And we ended up publishing the story, and it came out on Super Bowl Media Day, and he was the star of Super Bowl Media Day. So it made a huge splash. He went on SportsCenter and called the story the devil's work. And it blew up. I got all this hate mail from Baltimore. <laughs> this, this video went viral where I had taken some of the products to a scientist at NYU Polytech. I had trouble even getting a scientist to test these products because I don't even know where to start with these claims. Finally, I found a radio wave expert at NYU Polytech who would test them for me. And, and the first thing I walked in, he noticed that the glue on the back of the stickers acted as an insulator. So whatever frequencies they had, he said, I can tell you right away, they're not re-emitting them. So the story comes out, and, and I had to abandon one of my email addresses because I got so bombarded with hate mail <laughs> from Ravens fans. But then a little while later, Mitch and Chris's company actually got raided by the feds, particularly in relation to those concussion caps that they were marketing to kids to keep their brains safe while playing football. And, and I decided to, re, to take another look at that email address at that point to see if any maybe tips came in. And I was sort of excited because I saw I had like about 30 new emails that said something about you know, deer antler spray or, or chips, as people in this community call the hologram stickers, as if they're computer chips. And I start opening them, and everyone is basically the same theme, saying, those guys didn't know what they were doing. I assure you, our frequencies work. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was David Epstein. David is author of the recent New York Times bestseller, The Sports Gene, an exploration of the genetic basis of athleticism. He's currently an investigative reporter at the nonprofit ProPublica. Up until September, he was a senior writer at Sports Illustrated. He's been a crime reporter at the New York Daily News and an education reporter at Inside Higher Ed. For more science stories, take a look at storycollider.org, where we have archives of the podcast and upcoming events. 
This episode of The Story Collider is brought to you by Harry's. With Valentine's Day coming soon, a great gift idea is Harry's Razor Kit. And just in time for Valentine's Day, they're offering $5 off your first purchase. A few weeks ago, Harry sent me the Winter Weston set. I love the look of it. It's got a nice chrome design. And the starter kit is just $15. It includes the razor, three blades, and your choice of Harry's Shave Cream or Foam Shave Gel. Go to harrys.com now and get $5 off your first purchase with code COLLIDER on your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com and enter coupon code COLLIDER at checkout. Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Wecht, Aaron Barker, and Ari Daniel. The podcast is produced by Rose Eveleth. Additional help from Brooke Williams, Lena Groger, and Justin D'Ambrosio. The theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to Littlefield for hosting the show and to my morning vitamin, coffee. Thanks for listening. <laughs>